Hello, everyone, and welcome to the program. Tonight, we're going to be discussing Three's Company, the hit TV show that was in the 1970s to the early 1980s. Now, this show, um, back in the day when it first aired, a lot of people did not like the show because they said it was too racy. You know, they just said that it was uh, just too racy for TV about two women and a man living together, you know, and all this. All this kind of nonsense. But today, if you look at today's standards, what's on television today, this is that's normal. That show would have been normal in today's standards. But a lot of people just didn't care for the show. And I, I don't know why. I, I really enjoyed it. Now, I was in high school when this show was on uh, the air. And I really enjoyed watching it. I believe it was on Monday nights. And it was believe it was on uh, the ABC television network. Um, it says when two single uh, girls need a roommate to share their Santa Monica apartment, they decide to offer a room to the guy they found passed out in a bathtub, which that was uh, John Ritter, who played Jack in the TV series. Uh, after the going away party for their last uh, roommate, and I think her the roommate was Eleanor. I believe that's who that was, was Eleanor. But anyways, um, as the story goes is they had um, the Ropers were the landlord and the landlady. And then after that, Don Knotts uh, came into the series. Uh, before that, though, the Ropers, I guess the Ropers decided to move on and do uh, a spinoff of their own show, which it really didn't last very long. I believe it lasted 24 episodes total. Okay, the series is based on Man About the House, which I believe that was a show that was in the UK that they had, very similar to Three's Company. And um, the theme song was Come and Knock on Our Door. That was an instrumental theme song. But getting back to the um, to the Man About the House, that show, I believe, like I said, I believe it was in the UK. And this actually, that show actually came out before Three's Company, and they just carried it on, you know, to the to the U.S. and named it Three's Company. Um, the original air dates were March 14th, 1977 to September 18th, 1984. And I believe the Ropers were in the first, I'm not sure, maybe first three seasons, I believe, of the uh, Three's Company before they decided to jump ship and, and do their own show, which didn't work out. And then... Eventually, um, at the end of the series, uh, they had another series that uh, John Ritter continued. I guess he tried to continue the three com Three's Company series, but it was just him and his girlfriend named Vicky that moved into an apartment, but they didn't get married. And uh, her father bought uh, the building that Jack's Bistro, that building that uh, Angelino owned, uh, her father had purchased that building and became the landlord of uh, Jack and uh, Vicky. And that series didn't do very well, I guess, the thing. It would it didn't last very long. Uh, Three's Company is an American sitcom television series that aired for eight seasons on ABC from March 15, 1977 to September 18, 1984. It is based on the British sitcom Man About the House. That's what I was talking about, the UK there. Um, it starred, um, well, it says based on Man, Man About the House. And the people that did that series was uh, Johnny uh, Mortimer and Brian Cook. 
and I'm not sure if those were the same people that wrote for Three's Company. Um, it starred John Ritter, Joyce DeWitt. Now, Joyce DeWitt, well, of course we know John Ritter. That's the one that played Jack. Joyce DeWitt, she was the one that was the black hair that played Janet. Suzanne Summers, of course, she was the blonde. Norman Fell, he was the uh, Roper. Uh, he was Stanley Roper, the landlord. The landlord. Audrey Lindley, she was the um, uh, the landlady, of course, married to uh, Norman Fell. When I not married to Norman Fell, uh, you know, outside TV show, but they were married as a couple, being the Ropers. Don Knotts came in, you know, he was Mister Furley. Richard Klein, he's the one who played Larry. That was Jack's best friend. And Ann Wedgworth, I believe she played, um, I can't think of what her name is. Oh, she was the one that was obsessed with Jack, but I just can't think of what her name is. Uh, Priscilla Barnes, she, of course, she was the one who came in after uh, Cindy Snow, which who was related to Suzanne Summers on the show. Um, and, uh, and her name was Julie, Julian Harrison. Theme music was Joe, uh, Res uh, common knock on our door, you know, perform. It was performed by Ray Charles and Julie Rinker. I didn't know that, uh, it was performed by them. Um, number of seasons, eight number of, uh, episodes total was 172. The story revolves around three single roommates, Janet Wood, which is Joyce DeWitt, Chrissy Snow, which is Suzanne Summers, and Jack Tripper, which was played by John Ritter. They all live together in a Santa Monica apartment in California, Santa Monica, California apartment complex, which was owned by Stanley Roper, which was uh, Norman, played by Norman Fell, and Helen Roper, which was played, played by Audrey Lindley. Now, I wonder if that that Stanley Roper, I wonder if they got that from the Stanley Steamer, uh, Stanley Steamer, uh, uh, you know, vacuum sweepers, whatever the case may be, those, you know, whatever Stanley Steamer makes. <laughs> I wonder if they got his name from that. It says, after Norman Fell and, and Audrey Lindley left the series in 1979 for their own sitcom, Don Knotts joined the cast as the roommate's new building manager, Ralph Furley. Following, um, Summer's departure in late 1980. Uh, Miss uh, Harrison joined the cast as Chrissy's first cousin, Cindy Snow. And uh, she was replaced, well, she was soon replaced by Priscilla Barnes as Terry Alden, which, you know, that's the one that played the nurse in the, in the series. The show um, chronicles the escapades and hijinks of the trio's constant misunderstandings, social lives, and fictional struggle or financial struggles. It was a top 10 hit from 1977 to 1983. The series has remained popular in syndication through DVD releases. The show also spawned similar spinoffs that Man About the House had, The Ropers, Three's a Crowd, and it's based upon George and Mildred and Robin's Nest, respectively. I think that's what that one was with uh, with uh, Jack Ritter, um, not Jack Ritter, um, John Ritter and the Vicky one. I'm not sure who that actress was who played Vicky, but I think that was the one that was three as a crowd. Um, the plot goes for, um, 
for um, Three's Company. It says, after crashing a party and finding himself passed out in a bathtub, uh, student Jack Tripper meets Janet Wood, a florist, and Chrissy Snow, a secretary in need of a new roommate to replace their departing roommate, Eleanor. Having only been able to afford to live at the YMCA, Jack quickly accepts the offer to move in with the duo. However, due to overbearing landlord Stanley Roper's intolerance for co-ed living situations, even in a multi-bedroom apartment, Jack is allowed to move in only after Janet tells Mr. Roper that Jack is gay. Although Mrs. Roper figures out Jack is straight in the second episode, she trusts him with the girls and does not tell her husband, who tolerates but mocks him. Frequently siding with the three roommates instead of her husband, Mrs. Roper's bond with the roommates grows through the couple's departure, leading into the spinoff, The Ropers. And that's what I was talking about that didn't last very long. I think 24 episodes or something like that. Jack continues the charade when new building manager Ralph Furley takes over the apartment complex because Mr. Furley insists that his hard-nosed brother, Bart, the building's new owner, would also never tolerate such living situations. Jack eventually meets his love interest, Vicki Bradford, which leads him into Three's a Crowd. Yeah, there it is. Her name was Vicki Bradford on the show. And uh, there it is, Three's a Crowd. Jack Tripper, of course, was played by John Ritter. Janet Wood played by Joyce DeWitt. Uh, Chrissy Snow was Suzanne Summers. These are all three main characters. Stanley Roper, Norman Fell, main character. Helen uh, Roper was played by Andrea Lindley, main character. Now, I'm really surprised that Richard Klein was just a recurring role, and he was only that until probably, the, I believe, the third season or the second season. Then he started being the on the main, uh, main roster there. Ralph Furley played by Don Knotts. He was on the main roster. Lana Shields, yeah, that's the one. Lana was the one who was crazy over Jack. She always wanted Jack. And Ralph was crazy about Lana. And that was played by Ann Wedgworth. Cindy Snow was Julian Harrison. Terry Alden was Priscilla Barnes. They say about Jack was he was a clumsy culinary student, later a chef, then restaurant owner from San Diego. He was also a Navy veteran and swinging bachelor. Joyce DeWitt as Janet Wood, a down-to-earth level-headed woman from Speedway, Indiana, was also an aspiring dancer. She works at the Arcade Flower Shop. That's a kind of neat name for a flower shop, Arcade Flower Shop. Suzanne Summers as Chrissy Snow. She played through seasons one through five. She was a ditzy secretary from Fresno. Norman Fell as Stanley Roper, seasons one through three. Season five guest star. Now the season five guest star, that was the one that was the one that her and Stanley got into it. And uh he came back to look for his wife because he missed her. She was down in the Roper's old apartment, which is now occupied by uh Mr. Furley. And then when Stanley comes down, he he catches her in bed with with uh with uh, Ralph Furley. Ralph was supposed to be gone, I guess, for the whole weekend, but he came back for some reason. And then it says, Audrey Lindley was as Helen Roper, seasons one through three, season five. That was the guest star, you know, the episode. Stanley's uh, sex-starved wearing wife. (laughs) 
Richard Klein is Larry Dallas, seasons one through three, recurring seasons four through eight on the main roster then. Playboy neighbor, used car salesman, and Jack's best friend. Don Knotts is Ralph Furley. He was in seasons four through eight. Their trio's goofy yet friendly, flamboyant, dressed landlord and apartment manager who fancies himself as a ladies' man. He's something of a skin flint. And Wedgwood as Lana Shields, season four. I thought she was in a lot more seasons than just season four. She's an older female neighbor who pursued Jack and was in turn pursued by Mr. Furley. Remember I was saying that before Mr. Furley had the hots for her. Uh, Julian Harrison as Cindy Snow, seasons five through six. Chrissy's accident-prone cousin, a secretary, and later veterinarian student at UCLA. Priscilla Barnes as Terry Alden. She went through seasons six through eight. An intelligent but lovelorn registered nurse from Lang, Long, uh, Long Meadow, Massachusetts. Um, reception of it says uh, Three's Company premiered in the spring in the middle of the 1976-77 season. In the 1960s and 1970s, mid-season television programs were often canceled after the original six episodes run in the spring. Network observers did not believe that Three's Company would go anywhere after its first six episodes. They were proven wrong when it ranked in uh, record ratings, breaking barriers at the time at, as the highest-rated mid-season show ever broadcast on network television. ABC gladly uh, renewed the show for a formal television season, giving it, giving it a permanent primetime spot during the 1977-78 through 78, uh, television season. Ratings continued to climb throughout the years. The first episode, A Man About the House, reached number 28 for the week. The first episode to hit the number one spot was February 14, 1978, when, will the, when uh, the episode Will the Real Jack Tripper was aired. The most watched episode aired on March 13, 1979. It was titled An Anniversary Surprise, and it centered around Stanley Roper selling the apartment and the Ropers moving out. Immediately after the episode was the series premiere of the spinoff, The Ropers. Now, I, I do know this. I know one of those episodes right before that one happened, you seen that uh, the Ropers were meeting. I guess they went to a condo unit to buy a condo unit. And uh, that's when everything started taking place at that moment. And then as the following week after that, uh, it just it just went automatically to the Ropers. Now they have... Um, in 2003, or May in 2003, NBC aired a two-hour television movie entitled Behind the Camera, The Unauthorized Story of Three's Company. It was a drama featuring actors portraying uh, Ritter, DeWitt, Summers, and other actors on the series. The movie covered the entire run of the series, from the pilots to the final episode, but the contract negotiations and uh, departure of Summers provided much of the drama. DeWitt co-produced and narrated the movie. Ritter and Summers both had some uh, input, but never appeared in the project. I wonder why they never appeared in there. you think that they would want to. 
with how good the show actually did. And maybe they just didn't want to deal with it anymore. They probably just got tired of it. Um, in 2016, New Line Cinema uh, began negotiations to pick up the film rights to Three's Company with Abby Cohen and Mark Silvenstein to pin the screenplay. Robert Court and Don Taffner Jr. will produce the film and plan to have the film to be set in the 1970s. Well, I guess that never went anywhere because, you know, like I said, that was back in 2016. And uh, they might have the rights to it, but no one's produced anything that I know of ever since then. You know, ever since the shows went off the air. It was a popular show. I'm really surprised that they ended it the way that they did. I think the reason why the show did so well is because the three actors and the uh, supporting cast, they worked really well together. And you could tell that it was it was um, well rehearsed and well done. And there's not too many shows that can touch people's hearts like the way that show did. It was just a plain basic show that everybody can relate to. And like, you know, like I said before, um, a lot of these shows that, uh, that were on the air back in the day sort of resembled to the Seinfeld, you know, maybe it's not as modern as what Seinfeld is, but a lot of them are still, you know, a lot of them relate to that show, you know, uh, even though this is from the seventies and eighties. And I think basically they were kind of more ahead of their time you know, like tech, talking about the sexuality and all this stuff between two women and, and a man living together and stuff. You just didn't really, you know, back in the day, you just didn't see stuff like that on TV. And I'm thinking maybe that's why it did, did as well as it did, because you just didn't, you didn't see stuff like that. You know, I, I guess maybe uh, a lot of these, um, you know, these networks didn't tolerate it or they just figured it wouldn't do so well. Well, at the beginning, it just said that they didn't think ABC had a big hit on their hands. Well, they have a big cult following, just like I was talking about Gilligan's Island yesterday. There's a big cult following that people like these kind of shows, and they never get tired of watching it. It's always something new. Every time you watch the episode, even though you've seen it hundreds and hundreds of times, you just never get old. It just never gets old to watch. It never gets old to watch. And then, you know, and then, some of the episodes you watch, you just don't really remember what happened until you really get into it. And then it comes closer, you know, about halfway. Oh, yeah, that's what happened. This is what happened. You know, but when you start watching it from the beginning, you really, some of the episodes, you really don't remember uh, what happened in the episode until you get to the, like I said, until you get to the middle part of it. Then you realize, oh, yeah, that would happen. And that's what, you know, that's what happened. Um, but anyways, I want to thank everybody for listening to my podcast this evening and everybody have a safe and wonderful evening and good night.